0: The Sports Sports Talk Talk with Devin Wade Wade Briefcast. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. What we think so far: Lakers were they oversold? Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade Briefcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Sports Talk with Devin Wade Briefcast. Not to be confused with our full episodes that include features and segments and interviews and discussions of a variety of topics. The briefcast, I can come to you in a more timely fashion, chime in on one, maybe two issues and get that content out to you guys uh, so you can digest it and in turn interact. And that's what I want you to do here. And obviously this time out on the briefcast, we're talking to Sean Watson. So I want to talk a little bit about his situation, but I want to remind you guys that we will hear from you guys and want to hear from you guys. And you can do so by voting on the sports talk with Devin Wade group page on Facebook, where I posted a poll question. In addition to that, call us on the sports line so we can actually hear from you. You can leave a message 24 hours a day on any topic, but specifically I want to ask you about Deshaun this time out. Eight three two nine four one six six one four and we will run that as a part of our we the people segment on an upcoming episode so you can definitely check that out so I want to talk about Deshaun and I want to talk about my thoughts on the number of games and what I think should have happened but first there are a couple of things that I have issues with as it pertains to this entire situation and one of these things I've been complaining about for many many years so my first issue with this entire process and and how the nfl handles things is the perception that the nfl is an arm of law enforcement and what i mean by that this is a a private corporation this is a private business the nfl is not beholden to us as a arm of the law they're not there to protect us and provide public safety for us the general public We have laws and we have law enforcement agencies dedicated to that. But what's happened here is that the NFL feels like they can supersede whatever investigations that are done by district attorneys around the country and and grand juries and and do their own thing. And now we're going to take that or supposed to take that as binding. And and obviously, look, you get into the collective bargaining agreement and some of the things that they agree on. But I just think I have a problem with a private company doing an investigation on somebody that ignores the results of the findings of law enforcement. So when you have two grand juries that would not send this to trial, that no-billed him in Harris County and Brazoria County, and there are no further pending charges, what are you—I mean, like, how is that supposed to go? What are we doing? I mean, how how are we— you're going to still like do your own private investigation and ignore the results of what the district attorney and the grand juries found. Uh, I mean, are we just going to ignore that? Because I know they do that because there's a lot of pressure on them. Because look, at the end of the day, the NFL is all about money and all about perception. And so they feel pressured by the public to do more when they're doing too much. Let the law, do what it does, and then you perform accordingly. Now, there are provisions in your collective bargaining agreement. There are things that the NFL and the players' union has agreed upon, that these are the rules. So, I mean, I heard a lot of talk about Calvin Ridley getting a year for gambling. Well, while that may be extreme, there's something that's in the CBA. That's something that they've already agreed on. Like, this is the consequence for this. This is the consequence for smoking weed. This is something that both sides, the NFL owners and the NFL players, have agreed on, and they signed off on these. So when those sorts of things happen, then you can't be mad because the players know what it is going into it, and they've agreed to it. Now, for, I, I, And I've said it for a long, long time, I thought that Roger Goodell had too much power and influence on the future of these guys and how much money they make and and the fines and suspensions. He had too much power to, to discipline them. So they come up with this new system and they bring in this retired federal judge, Sue L. Robinson, to handle the decision. I'll get to that in just a moment. But the second issue I have is with the media and everybody talking about this as if he didn't go through the legal process. So you're going to just throw... The grand jury's rulings out. You're just going to throw those decisions out like they never happened, and that somehow he's guilty because of other things that were clearly admitted into the process and the information heard by the grand juries, two grand juries, Brazoria County, Harris County, heard by them, dealt with by district attorneys. So he's gone through his process. And for the most part, he's dispensed of his. Civil situation, which, again, I thought that that was going to play a bigger role. I wasn't sure that all of them were going to settle. One of them still has not settled. And that is a big variable out there hanging out because it's one thing to have allegations. It's another when in a civil proceeding, he almost has to prove. I mean, the burden of proof is different in a civil case. He would have to testify and answer questions under oath. So, and, and some of the facts that come out in that situation could be very, very damaging on a lot of different levels. I mean, I go back to the O.J. situation. Of course, he was acquitted of murder, but in the civil trial, found guilty, and just the burden of proof was a lot different there. So, I say all that to say, the media—I mean, they were just angry and intense and upset and damn near driven to tears. Not not everybody, but some. Because they felt like, oh, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty. Either you trust the system or you don't. You can't pick and choose. Like, I believe in the system. Now, we know that the system is tremendously flawed. But what is the assumption here? You're presumed innocent until found guilty. So, essentially, in the eyes of the law, Deshaun Watson is an innocent man. He's not guilty of anything because he didn't go to trial to get convicted of anything. That's Again, that's just how we work. And yet everybody ignores that, even if you believe it. And I certainly have my beliefs about what he did or didn't do based on all the stuff that's out there for all practical purposes. He's innocent and you have to respect that. And I just think that there's a lot of just, we're just going to ignore those two grand juries that sat that were in panel for weeks, if not months dealing with this case. And they came back and said, Hey, we can't send this to trial. We're not sending this to trial. So I think the media has to do a little bit better job of, and I know that some of these shows, uh, it's all about your opinion, but to ignore the fact that, okay, he did go through legal proceedings and he will not go to trial. I think that's a, a big, big issue. So th- those are two of the things. And obviously Deshaun, <laughs> so here's where it's tough. <laughs> okay. Because he didn't get convicted of anything, you can't just hit him. I think the NFL would be better served if their language said, and I think they need to be explicit in how they state this, you are messing with our money. That's what this is about. You are affecting our money. And if you affect our money, we can suspend you. And on those grounds. If you, are, if you have a year and a half of negative headlines that is going to affect a large segment of our audience in one way or another, we have the right to suspend you and set you to the side until you stop costing us money. And I think that, you know, when you try to hide behind legal and sexual assault and all of this, and you don't have legal standing in real courts of law, I think that's a a big, big problem. So now what do you do with Deshaun? Because clearly he 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 he's not an angel in this situation there's a lot of stuff and you can't say i mean you can if you want to but you cannot believe that everybody's lying when you do have evidence that he reached out i said i read the the 15 page report and i just think that i mean even without that he yeah, it, there's a lot that has been corroborated and, and you have a lot of similar testimony, even if you believe, don't believe in some of them, but it was 24 of them. You think everybody's lying? I think that you have to look at the situation and say, you went to 60 masseuses. And if it, if it's not 66, maybe it's 40. If it's not 40, we know it's 24. So it's a tough, tough thing. And for me, I've always had a rule because the NFL has this thing about, oh, it's a privilege to play in the NFL. No, no, it's not. Because what you're essentially saying is, I mean, no more than it's a privilege to work anywhere, to have a job. It's not just this extra privilege to play in the NFL. Because what you're doing is saying that I'm going to work for you and harm my body, put my health and my, my life at risk to make you billions of dollars so I can make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. It's a violent game. It's always been a violent game. And I used to subscribe to the theory that if you are out of jail that day, you can play for me. This is not this is not the clergy. This is not these aren't legislators that are determining the laws of the land. These are not people that are consequential. These are entertainers and they entertain in a very brutal way. So let's not act like oh the, the you know, oh, you get your your wings to play in the NFL. You get your halo to play in the NFL. It's a violent game. So I generally try to say, look, football is football. But the issue is it costs the NFL money. And I think if the NFL does a a more explicit job of explaining, if you bring negative attention to this league, I don't know how they will write that up in the CBA, then you can get out of the woods with dealing with these legal issues where he only got six games. Should he have gotten more games? It's tough. It's tough because he did not get convicted of anything. Do I believe he did wrong? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do believe he did wrong. He did a lot of wrong. But again, what we have is what we have. And what we have is a situation where the legal process has run its course. The civil issues have just about run their course. And what do you do with the results of all this negative attention? Because, you know, it's not going to stop. And I'm not saying it should stop or shouldn't stop. You feel how you feel, but it's people that are more upset about this situation than they are about the sexual assault allegations against Donald Trump, huh? Which is 30 of those, and we've heard some of his language. And there, and he it was much more important as he went on to be the president. So what he did and how what his position was was much more important to the daily lives of average Americans, of every American than Deshaun Watson. So this inequity in anger is is confusing to me. But again, none of this exonerates or excuses Deshaun Watson's choices. And I think Deshaun has some some things that he might have a tendency to enjoy that are not... um, They're close to being illegal. And it's certainly unscrupulous. (laughs) It's just not... It's it's weird... Not cool stuff that he's involved with, or he had been involved with. And again, he's not a criminal because, look, he went through the process, not a criminal. What do you do, six games? Six games six games. I, I guess it is what it is. I would be concerned if I'm the NFL if he's not able to settle that last case. Because if more information comes out and more graphic details in the court of law come out, That could be really, really damaging. And then the NFL really, really looks stupid for saying only six games. So as it stands, the NFL has time to appeal. Give me your thoughts. I guess you have to accept the six games because you did bring a lot of negative attention to this $9 billion industry. And they just can't have that without dealing with it in some way. And the other thing about, oh, well, time served last year. No, 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 no not time served last year because guess what happened last year he got paid he got all his money they agreed to it because they didn't they wanted to trade him couldn't trade him because the court pro, the the criminal process had to run its course so they couldn't trade him but they were ready to do so and they didn't want to have him on the field and he didn't want to be on the field for them so that was a mutual agreement so that had nothing to do with the suspension we'll see what the NFL chooses to do But, again, give me your thoughts on that, 832-941-6614, 832-941-6614. And with that, before before I let go. Before I let go, I want to remind you guys to go back and listen to past episodes. Of course, you can find us on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Audible, um, iHeartMedia, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Anywhere you catch podcasts, you can catch us and go back and listen to some good interviews, some great interviews, some great conversations we had with SWAC Commissioner Dr. Charles McClellan and with Eddie Robinson, a friend of the show, former special te- I guess he still is a special teams unit member and of course now the head coach of the Alabama State Hornets. So we have more SWAC content coming up. We will talk about Bill Russell in upcoming episodes. The Wild 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 world of Major League Baseball, the trade deadline, including what the Astros did, and we have some great guests coming up for you in future full episodes. Give me your thoughts on the briefcast and your thoughts on Deshaun, 832-941-6614. Please like, comment, share, all that good stuff, and make sure to join the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group on Facebook. If you can't remember any of those things, please remember these four things number one i don't do no favors after six o'clock in the evening two i ain't got no money three i'm not harboring any fugitives from justice and four bye this has been the sports talk with devin wade podcast remember you can follow him on twitter at wade's word thank you for listening